gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Wingstop. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up, wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Rico. There we are. We're alive here at Wingstop at 50th and O. Come try a brand new Wingstop chicken sandwiches. They just came out Monday. They're taking over the city. Well, they're taking over the nation. Choose between any of their 12 flavors. Uh, the sandwich comes with two toasted buns and pickles, and the sandwich is $5.49. Combo with a drink and fries is $79. What a great deal that is. Come check us out. You can also order online at wingstop.com or use DoorDash and Uber Eats to have your food delivered. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. Rico is back in the studio. I'm Jake Bakovin and Vershawn Jackson, the captain, sticking around for the takeover. Hello, gentlemen. Listen, the takeover, you don't, you don't, you don't go to the water cooler. You yes. hear me, Rico? No, we go to the water cooler. <laughs> this is the do water cooler. you hear coo- me, Rico? This, this is the water cooler now. This oh. is not the captain anymore. You're only doing yeah. that because I'm not in the studio. No, I'd do it if you were here. I did it yesterday when That's you were a here. Lie. That's a lie. <laughs> this is the water cooler. This is not the That's captain. You are no longer in charge. Whatever. <laughs> I'm still at we, we still at Wingstop. Still I'm in are. charge. There you are. There you are. This is my show. All right, chill. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Hey, do you got any more audio? I have plenty of audio. I have plenty of audio. You guys were the ones that played a little bit of audio and then decided to uh, well, didn't decide. Had the honor of speaking to Red Baron again. Thank That's you, right. sir. I mean, I, what was I to do? Be like, yeah, let's play. The you could have played it for him. Why Red Baron you was here? You could have played it and asked him his thoughts about it. Well, he's still here. I might. <laughs> okay, do that. <laughs> so you play something and ask me my thoughts. How about that? Okay, hold on. Let me look, let me look through these real quick. Yeah, find a good one for it. Uh, might take him a while. <laughs> might Actually. take him a little bit. It might take him a while. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm waiting. Here we go. Hey, I got some. So, I got some. I got some. Uh, oh, what? Ghost go peppers. You do ready? You. No, I don't. <laughs> no, hey, no don't. I okay. do. I do. In you, the you, car. Oh, $25 Uh-oh. gift certificate, Uh-oh. Ghost Pepper, live at Wingstop. <laughs> so I don't know if he want. I don't know if he want them problems again. You want them problems? <laughs> oh my goodness, we might have some. What you? What you give me? Uh, give me one real quick before I go get this Ghost. So I have. Pepper. I have some frost audio. Uh, if he was happy with the running game and and him wanting the guys to get to the second level. It's yeah. It's some timing and some things like that. Absolutely. Um, for the most part, I was really pleased with some of the runs we made at running back. Uh, when we get those guys on the second level, I think they're going to be really dangerous. Uh, and I think there's a few things we can do to help um, make sure that you know they're, they're not getting touched at the line of scrimmage, but we get them on the second level and give them a few more chances. VJ? Well, I mean, I think he's right when he says that. You want to get your running backs. You got running backs that can make people miss. You got running backs that can run people over. So to get them to the second level is 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 the key because then their God-given talent to kick in. And just like with uh, Grant, you know, he made one man miss with a spectacular move. He dipped the shoulder and, and made another guy miss by just kind of running through an arm tackle. And so I, I think he's he's exactly right. with the, but, but you got to get past the first level. To get to the second level, and in that game, we only did that a couple times. So you got to be able to do that more than twice. I mean, you could see the differences in the running schemes, um, ju- not the running schemes, just how the running backs were able to 
show their God-given talent with Northwestern. They weren't getting touched until they were in the secondary. So they were, the, they were at the third level by the time they got touched for the first time, whereas Nebraska's running backs, a lot of the time Anthony Grant was getting met, you know, two steps after he took the handoff and trying to make something out of nothing, which he did at a very high level, and I was really impressed with. So if you're able to, like you said, if, if or as Frost said, if you're able to get those guys to the second level, uh, you know, like an Anthony Grant, you saw what he could do when he was able to make a guy miss, truck through another one, and, and score a long touchdown. What, what do you guys think about the offense in totality? Because I, I hear a lot about, well, 28 points should win this game, this and that. Um, the passing statistics were nice, okay. They after that onside kick, they had what three 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 and outs or something like that. Two three and outs, mm-hmm. uh, one four play possession. They had to give the ball up in two turnovers. So yeah, it's nice to to get you know at times they had the ball rolling, but it's it stopped. It had an abrupt stop. That you know after you know into the fourth quarter, they couldn't get anything done. So you know it's it's. Yeah, the offense had some decent statistics, but you got you got to be able to play in the crunch time. Yeah, I At think the they lost. The day you play to win <laughs> the game. I think they – I don't remember exactly when they lost him, but it was after the onside kick they ended up losing Travis Vokalik, and, and losing him was a big blow to the offense because he was, as as Frost said, he was the safety blanket. He was a person that, you know, Casey Thompson was able to go to when he was going through his reads. He wasn't finding anybody else. He knew uh, that Travis Vokalik was going to be open somewhere in the middle of the field. So losing him was another big blow to the offense, but I think after they – at it, not directly after the onside kick, their offense did struggle. But after they went down by, um, after Northwestern went on a fourteen nothing run, the offense started pressing. I believe is is they were trying to make things happen too too hard, too much. They were trying to have the big play and trying to get in the end zone in in two or three plays, as opposed to just running the type of offense they ran earlier in the game. Yeah, they needed to, they needed to grind it out. And, and, and fight it out instead of trying to take big chunks. And, and then, you know, you have to know who you're throwing the ball to. You have to know who your playmakers are. There was a couple times when Trey Palmer probably should have been three yards deeper to pick up the first down. He, mm-hmm. he turns around maybe two yards in front of the first down, gets tackled. You know, you got to know down and distance. Mm-hmm. We just got to be a, a smarter football team. Come Saturday, we have to be a smarter football team. We have to be a football team that takes what the defense gives us and we have to take everything away from the offense. I also think that in the second half that Northwestern's defense adjusted to stop Nebraska's passing game and Nebraska didn't, you know, still wasn't utilizing the run game to the to the full potential or just wasn't not afraid but that they weren't willing to run the ball because of the lack of success they were getting. So Northwestern was just playing the pass, and that's what Nebraska, you know, settled into. You have to commit to the run. Committing to the run is you might go, you might go four or five plays and then out, but you you're constantly banging, you're constantly wearing down the opponent. That in the fourth quarter, we talked about this. In the fourth quarter, we're going to dominate you because we're in better shape than you are. We're in the fourth quarter, we're going to dominate you because we know what we're doing. We're going to dominate you because. We, we live for the fourth quarter. That's what we used to live for. We got to get back to living for the fourth quarter, playing four quarters of football, not three. Because if it was only three quarters of football, after the third quarter, the game would be over. It's not. Mm-hmm. We didn't do anything in the fourth quarter to put ourselves in position to win. And if it takes 34 points or 32 points to win, that's what the point total took to win. It's a group effort. It's a team effort. Offense has to play with defense. Sometimes you're going to give up points. What was the score in the Missouri game? 
45 to 36 or 38. And in, in, I'm talking about the miracle in Missouri. You know what I mean? I mean, oh, so yeah. so that was a high point scoring game. But guess what? Had we lost the game, we don't win the championship. We won that game even though it was a high scoring game and our defense gave up X amount of yards. They That wasn't who they were the entire season. That was one game. And the offense had to step their game up to make sure that they complemented the defense. Yeah, it's 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 going to be just kind of a different way of looking statistics in my mind because, um, you know, we can even go back to the Tanner Lee year. There's games where he'd throw for 350 like Thompson did here. It, the, you know, those numbers don't always equate to, to wins. And, and obviously, if you're going to be not thinking too much about the time of possession in, in Nebraska, didn't necessarily game plan to do that. Um, you know, it, it's just a different way of reading it. So that's the way I kind of came out of this game is, you know, yeah, there's, there's, it, it's nice. You can have some nice passing statistics, um, but that can be misleading. What's not misleading is if you run for 200 yards in a game, you're going to come out the winner more often than not. Um, that's why I traditionally like the running game. I understand that they're going to go more toward a passing system. I just think that sometimes those statistics can be a little bit deceiving. Yeah, I, I get that. And I mean, for the longest time, they were 50-50 just about or, or thereabout uh, with running and passing. But like I said, once they started getting down and and their run game was kind of getting stuffed by Northwestern, they weren't getting enough push up front, not opening up holes for the running backs, and they were getting stuffed behind the line. Once that started happening, they, they, they went to the pass game, and it, and it worked for a while. But like I said, when Travis Vokalek went down, it really took a massive safety blanket out and, you know, you had your guys on the outside trying to make plays and, and Casey Thompson trying to make plays, and, and it, you know, they started going three and out. And like, like VJ said, they, the, the down and distance, the route running, they were cutting routes off a little bit too short. So when they caught it, Northwestern was coming up. And you want to talk about missed tackles. They weren't missing tackles very often in the open field. Even when it was one-on-one, they're coming downfield, they're hitting, they're wrapping guys up, and then, they're, then you have a lot of purple jerseys uh, flowing to the ball. Well, I've heard, too, you know, a lot of this stuff, and I think it's true. Uh, first off, there should, and I know Mark Whipple pointed out today, that offense didn't commit one penalty in that game, at least not called. No, there was a lot of stuff that I think through that game that was, they let them play a little bit. The cameramen were kind of off. I don't know. Ireland, I don't know, I don't know what was going on there. Yeah. Uh, if everybody was, was kind of caught up with American football. But in any case, um, it's, uh, you know, not to have a penalty called is, you know, so they did some things right. I'll say this, though, you know, of all the things that were fixable that they needed to, to, to uh, correct coming out of that game, the one that concerns me the most is that they lost the line of scrimmage, that they got wore down. They got Big Ten West, and, you know, Big Ten altogether, um, you know, defeated there in that game as Rico you like to point out that the Northwestern didn't even pass the ball the final 11 minutes Northwestern was doing what what everybody has done the Big Ten West recipe is keep the game close uh pass for zero specifically did this with two third down runs on third and long in the red zone just to get field goal attempts keep the game close and let Scott Frost beat you beat himself I should say and I mean that's the recipe at this point wow that's that's the key. I tweeted this out yesterday. That's the key to the game to North Dakota. I don't care what anybody else is going to tell you. The key to the game is this or that. The recipe's out. Keep it close. Let Scott Fress beat himself. That's the recipe to beat Damn, Nebraska. Really? Unfortunately, it's, it's, that's it's how it's been. It's tried and true. It's what worked. Yeah, if you're if you're not going to blow them out of the game, you hear that though, right? Yeah, it if, does hurt. If to you're hear. not going to blow Nebraska out, if you can keep the game close at some point in the fourth quarter, or you know, in this case, early in the third quarter, they're going to do something. And it's gonna it's gonna be a detriment to themselves, unfortunately. Whoever thought that here we be in twenty twenty two, I'm twenty three years past the last championship, and we talking about what we're talking about right now. Yeah. Whether or not 
the frost factor is a is a factor. <laughs> I'm just saying that that's what we're talking about. We we shouldn't be talking. We should be talking about beating up on North Dakota right now. The frost. Right? That's the, what we should be talking about. The frost factor. But we're, we're talking be about the fact that we don't know who's going to show up at the game. You keep it close because we're the kings of losing one score games. And Northwestern, by the way, was the kings of winning mm-hmm. one score games. They were right in their element. Right. So oh, when yeah. you got up eleven, you had to know. <laughs> You don't want to be close when it comes down to the wire with these guys. We want to blow them out the water. But I just think we have to get back to playing Husker football the way that Husker football is played, and that's smash mouth football. And I get it. I get it. We want to look. We want to do the cute part, and we want to throw the ball all around, and we like all the pieces. But let me tell you, it's the down and dirty work. It's the red baron work. It's that work that people don't see, you know, behind the scenes that is going to take us to where we want to go moving forward. I'll ask you guys this, because this was a, a, a heavy talk coming into the season, too, was uh, that Mark Whipple's offense isn't necessarily um, pass heavier, run heavier, whatever. It's going to be uh, geared toward their strength. Get the play, like, let the playmakers play. Get, the, get your playmakers the ball more so than, oh, he's a wide receiver guy, or he's a tight end guy, or he's a running back guy. Mm-hmm. Coming out of that first game, who do you think is the is the is the focal point that Mark Whipple will focus on moving forward as their strength? I, I feel like that was kind of a feeler out process. I couldn't identify one in that game. I have no idea because you had three wide receivers who had some pretty big games, although the numbers don't show it. Marcus Washington, when he touched the ball, when he got into open space, the first time he touched the ball, he got into open space, the acceleration that he had, he split two defenders and got the first down when he caught it, you know, three yards past the line of scrimmage. He got seven yards with a quick acceleration, quick burst, split two defenders. Uh, Trey Palmer, you saw what he could do. He had that game-breaking speed. He, he, you know, I still think he there was a defensive pass interference on one of those deep balls, and they didn't call it on hit uh, on on one of his catches. There was another yeah. time where he kind of got held a little bit close to the line of scrimmage, so you know it's 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 legal. Uh, and Casey Thompson tossed it up there, and he was just you know two steps short of having another touchdown. Uh, Isaiah Garcia Castaneda. I mean, we saw what he was able to do, and then Travis Vokalek. So I mean, you have three wide receivers and a tight end who all had really solid games so I'm not exactly sure who the number one guy that Casey Thompson and Mark Whipple are going to try to target but it's really good to have you know those four weapons for Casey Thompson well you get the, you get the deep the deep voice bandit back this week too so oh, yeah. look for Omar Manning to um, stretch the field a little bit more and I know he'll be he'll be he'll be like he shot out of a cannon I guarantee you that Omar mm-hmm. Manning will be shot out of a cannon and I would go to him early and often I mean Here's, here's, here's what I saw. Northwestern ran a zone defense, and they were playing 8 to 12 to 15 yards off. How about throw some five-yard hitches? Give your, give your receivers that's talented a chance to catch the ball, mm-hmm. turn up the field, and go. Take what the, offense, the defense gives you. Don't try to be too creative. And then uh, offensively, as far as running the ball, man, a lot of times I know they blitz, but they have four-man fronts. We have got to get better push-up front in order to be successful. Uh, another question I have for you guys, too, and I'm, uh, I'm t- just taking Nick's word for it because he went to the, the press conference. I didn't see this on Twitter. But uh, no handing out the, uh, any more black shirts. So there's still nine black shirts. The new guys, O'Shawn Mathis, Tommy Hill, didn't get it. You wouldn't think necessarily that they would after this performance. But is this part of um, kind of the concern of, <laughs> of, of, 
of handing out the black shirts this way? When are they going to earn them? Does, did anybody else earn them more than Oshan and Tommy? <laughs> they should have. They, they all should have been. Nah, let me stop. Yeah, I'm going to say it. They should have been stripped. Yeah, well, everybody, you, you gave up 527 yards as a black shirt. Okay, Red oh, yeah. Baron, I, he's not a black shirt. The, the real black shirt is gone. But I know if you give up 527 yards, you're not really considered a black shirt. I'm just saying. Yeah. Now, does that happen maybe a once-over? Yeah. But when you start stringing 400-yard games and getting 500 yards hung up on you, 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 you can't call yourself a black shirt at that point because you're not playing with the pride it takes to be one. Yeah, no, I, I'd absolutely agree. And I, I don't know if they um, would go as far as to take them away. I know that it's been done in they've, the past. They've done it before. I, I, well, <laughs> right. I mean, if you're going to take their black shirt away, what are you going to do to the coaches? So yeah. let's, not, let's, not, let's not be that way. And I believe that O'Shawn Mathis and uh, Agent Zero, they need a black shirt. They're a part of the black shirt team. It's 11 guys out there. All 11 guys should have a black shirt. We shouldn't be ostracizing uh, the guys that we went into transfer portal and got. They're, they're, they're a black shirt, just like Casey Thompson should have had the ability to be a captain. As you guys saw, who besides Grant, who played well on offense? Isaiah Garcia-Castaneda. Yeah. Garcia-Castaneda, uh, I think. Well, well, Castaneda, yeah. but, but, I'm, but I'm, I'm saying when you talk about guys, I don't think that Palmer played well, okay? I think Palmer I think we played can see okay. better out of Palmer. Oh, we can Man, see better. Palmer he is well. a game breaker. Those balls that he dropped. I guarantee you he won't drop them again. No, he's not happy. So could you imagine him making those catches? Yeah. And how that turns the game around? You see what I'm saying? So let's stop uh, of, of, of having, oh, it's good for the goose over here, but it's not good for the gander. So give O'Shawn, if he's your starter, give him the black shirt. If if Tommy but Hill's the starter, give him the black shirt or take everybody's I got black a, shirt. I got a question for you, Because you win though. and lose as a team. I got a question for you, though. Do you think – that O'Shawn Mathis and Tommy Hill would have, after that performance, would have believed that they earned the black shirts? I would hope not because, you lost, you again, you win as a team, you lose as a team. Like, I'm not saying that they, they don't deserve gonna, them. If you're going bl- like, to saying- hand the black shirts out to everybody else out there, and I can tell you a lot of guys on defense had good games, but they didn't have great games. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there a few guys that didn't have good games at all. And so – I think if you're going to hand them out, hand them out to all of them. you got 11 starters. Give all 11 starters black shirts, and, and that way they don't feel ostracized, man. You, how much, did, did I don't think they feel, I don't think they feel ostracized. The starting, say again? I don't think they feel ostracized. I, don't, I think that, they, I think they feel like think they're they going to deserve a black shirt? I, I feel like they deserve it, but I feel as if they're, they're trying to go out there and earn it themselves. Bro, listen, O'Shawn Mathis didn't have a good game. But he still had what ten tackles? Ten tackles. Yeah. He actually had one of the better games on yeah. defense. He didn't. Well, not as far a, as pressuring the quarterback. According, according exactly. Yeah. According yeah. to the stat book, yeah. but according to what happened out there on the football field, O'Shawn Mathis didn't scrape the quarterback. Mm-hmm. He didn't sniff the quarterback. Exactly. That one and that's time, what I thought we were bringing him in because he had all these sacks for TCU a year ago. And, and that's he had what four I'm saying. Sacks for TCU a year ago. That's by the what way. I'm saying, though. Is do you think that after that performance, that he would have, if he got his black shirt, that he would have been happy with his performance to earn that black shirt? I'm not saying. I'm not speaking for him. I don't know how he feels about his game. But I'm saying. If, if that was you, Vershawn, if you were on that defense and you were one of the ones that didn't have a black shirt and your defense gave up 500 yards, how would you feel if somebody said, yes, you deserve this now? 
well, I would feel just like the rest of them feel that got the black shirts that gave up the 500 and some odd yards <laughs> the exact same way. And they got think the, they the, the, the other nine people that got black shirts that were out there playing, guess what? They gave up 500 and some yards they as well. Did. And do you feel so as if they the, feel like they deserve those black shirts? Well, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, you can't give up 500 and some yards and feel like you earned a black shirt or you deserve a black shirt. But if you are going to have those, you better step your game up against North Dakota and figure this thing out and stop. Let's not point any fingers. Nope. Let's look at ourselves, look at ourselves in the mirror and figure out if I'm a guy that missed tackles, what am I going to have to do to make sure that I make the tackles that I missed the week before? <laughs> I, yeah. Look, I, I, I completely agree with you. I don't. Zipping. Yeah, well, look, I, I completely you had something to say, Rico. Well, no, I completely were, agree with you. Well, I was I ran into a little connection <laughs> issue, so I was trying to get it fixed oh, okay. while you were talking. So I, I missed a little bit of what you're saying. But I know I agree with oh. you. Like, I, I think that those guys deserve black shirts. I think all of those, they, they went through camp with everybody that, that earned a black shirt. I think that they put in the work as well. But I'm, I'm not on the coaching staff. I don't make these decisions. That was their decision. And after that performance, if it was me, if I was if I was one of those players and they were giving out, you know, black shirts again, I'm like, no, I don't I don't deserve this. I didn't put in a good I didn't put in a good game's work. I'm gonna wait for the next game where I'm gonna go off and I'm gonna get four sacks and then I'll take the black shirt because then I deserve it, because then I played like a black shirt. That's just me. Again, I'm not speaking for any of them and I'm not saying that they don't deserve the black shirts, the the black shirt moniker or the jerseys showing that they are part of the starting defense. I'm just saying that for me, I don't believe that after that performance that I would be willing to take that black shirt moniker on. Mm, well, I, I, like I said, it, 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 who is your who played the best to you on defense? Who would your defensive player of the game go to? I don't know, man. <laughs> that's a that's, <laughs> that's a great that's, that's a great question. I don't know. Who would it go to? I think Maybe Isaac Gifford. I think Isaac Gifford Ooh, had a pretty good game. Gifford. Quentin Newsom. <laughs> Quentin Newsom. Like I'm picking out guys that I didn't see make mistakes. Guys that you guys that you didn't hear their names met. Like guys in the secondary, when you don't hear their names mentioned, they had a good game. If you hear oh, their name mentioned, it's because yeah. they have a great game and they were picking stuff off. Or, it's funny or that you guys hits. haven't came up with one guy yet. I, it's because it's I, tough. Maybe I think Luke Reimer. Isaac Gifford had a pretty good game. Luke Reimer was was filling holes. I mean, he was getting kind of washed out when he was filling the holes that he, he was got supposed beat up to be a few filling. Times, but he led the team in tackles. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's who do you, there's, who, no play, there's no player of the game when you have when you give up 500 yeah. yards your to a team that averaged MVP? 16 points per game last who, year. Who, would, who was your pick? Bushini, baby! <laughs> the punter! That counts. That counts. That's what defense. are you talking about? Give that him, was the best defender we had on the field. Give him a black shirt. Give Bushini a black does, shirt. Does Bushini get a black <laughs> shirt? defender we had on the field. Listen, I, I'm hoping that this week we, we can actually pick a defender that you know what I mean. That steps up and and and, and steps out and, and shows himself to be approved. You know, as a black shirt should. You know, and hopefully it's the whole entire team. But as a team, those black shirts need to step up. And all I'm simply saying is, if 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 these guys that are starting on the on the defense, if they're truly starters, then they deserve a black shirt. Well, I think it's just I don't I don't know. It might have even been a lack of respect for Northwestern because to have this whole plan to give out nine and then I you know I mean you can see it like all right right is is all right once they they play have a good performance against Northwestern then everybody gets the black shirt and you're back to the full unit. 
but you didn't put in the, in, into the plan is maybe things don't go well against Northwestern because maybe the respect wasn't shown there, and uh, and it didn't go well. Now you're in this awkward phase of having guys that have played in Husker uniforms now, not having black shirts where that earn it just as much as the other guys that gave up 500 yards. Somewhat of a mess. We'll take a quick break. We're live out at Wingstop at 50th and O. Come and check out their brand new Wingstop chicken sandwiches. Uh, the sandwich is $5.49 combo with a drink, and fries is $7.99. Heck of a deal. You got to try them out. Uh, we'll be right back here on the Ticket Water Cooler live from Wingstop.